This is by far one of the cringiest first date stories I've ever heard. But I will say there's a lot that can be learned from it. My friend, who we'll call Allie, goes to a very nice university near the mountains. She's involved in her classes, with campus organizations, friends, everything. Now, one day, Allie is in the library. She's in the middle of a Zoom meeting when this young man approaches her and hands her a sticky note. The sticky note's basically asking her out on a date. Now, normally, I wouldn't advise handing someone a note in order to ask them out. However, yes, during a time of COVID when you're forced to wear a mask and socially distance, I'll admit that the sticky note uh, tactic was not a bad one, especially when you're wanting to be mindful of giving people their space. Anyway, Allie felt this was courageous of him and agreed to go on a date with him. A couple days later, we'll call him Kyle, he picks Allie up for their date. She nearly gasps as she realizes that she recognizes him. They share a class together. Now, in the library, you'll recall that Allie was in a Zoom meeting, couldn't pay much attention to him, he was wearing a mask, so she actually didn't recognize him. But she did in the car, and she says, oh hey, we're in the same class. This guy, for whatever reason, tries to play it off, saying he had no idea who she was. And normally something like this would work, uh, except for the fact that they shared a class that had like less than 20 people in it. Just kind of weird to do that. Anyway, Kyle and Allie drive to campus for their first date, where Kyle had prepared a scavenger hunt for Allie. Now, scavenger hunts are fun, fun date ideas. Sure, for a first date, not a terrible idea. But creating your own scavenger hunt for a first date, it shows a lot of time and preparation was put into it. I think this would make a lot more sense for an actual couple or perhaps people that are getting serious. Uh, Doing all this work for a first date, it shows some light red flags. Now here is where the flags go from light red to dark red. The scavenger hunt that Kyle created for Allie had a theme to it. The theme was himself. Yep. This was a Kyle-themed scavenger hunt. The scavenger hunt was nearly three hours. Three hours. I have two rules for guys planning a first date. Rule number one, keep it short, 30 to 40 minutes. Rule number two, don't talk about yourself. This guy broke both those rules. A three-hour scavenger hunt centered entirely on himself. Anyway, during this scavenger hunt, they walk all over campus following 10 different clues in the form of poems that he had written on sticky notes. Now, sometimes these notes led to woodsy and dark parts of campus. All right, if you are taking a girl out for a first date at nighttime, don't take them anywhere dark and woodsy where there's no other people or light. Don't do that. The goal of a first date is to make the other person feel comfortable. You don't want to make them feel like they're going to be in a future Netflix documentary. Now, if you think the cringiness ends here, I assure you it doesn't. Throughout the scavenger hunt, Kyle felt it important to discuss marriage with Allie. Marriage. As you can imagine, Allie did not want to discuss marriage. Now, one of the final clues uh, in this scavenger hunt mentioned the words lamppost on 6th Street. Now, for those of you who don't know this or don't remember the song, this is a direct reference to an Ed Sheeran song where there's a line about being kissed under the lamppost on 6th Street. So he takes her to an actual lamppost at a street corner, and yeah, she was not going to play this game. As he stood there literally awaiting to be kissed, she lingered around pretending not to look for or pretending to look for the next clue, keeping her distance. 
Now, eventually, the scavenger hunt ends, and they get to his car. He explains to her that all those locations he took her to were of some sort of significance to him, except the lamppost. He told her that the lamppost would have been significant to him if she had kissed him in that moment. However, she didn't kiss him, and therefore, the lamppost did not have any significance to him. Wow. Wow, I would not want to be in that car at that moment. Yikes. Finally, he drops her off at her doorstep where she unfortunately <laughs> has to decline his offer for a second date. Now, after closing the door and he leaves, about a minute later, she gets a text. And there's no way it could be Kyle. There's no way. It's Kyle. It's Kyle. He texts her saying this, word for word, we don't have to overthink this. I had a good time and I'm pretty sure you had a good time. This story is hard to add commentary to because it seems like common sense not to tell your date that they had a good time, right? Now, at least, at the very least, a real lesson that can be learned from that last part is to not text a girl after the date ends, right? It's hard to, it's hard, I get that, but most girls will text you at some point to thank you, it's polite, and then sometimes, you know, if the date went well enough, they'll text in a way or include a few things to indicate that you're golden and that you can go ahead and ask for a second date, right? Now, I know this story was on the extreme side, and the lesson is, well, I, you know what? I guess there really is no lesson. 